Welcome to another episode of HMS All Access. This is your inside look at the greatest morning show in the world. I'm your host, Charlie Wolf, and on this week's episode, we talk fighting wolves, Phoenix traffic, and a world without women. There's also another edition of This Week in HMS History. We take a look at the Flat Earth Conspiracy and how to fix spring training. Don't forget, if you want your questions answered by Eric in What Would Eric Do?, you can send them to me at charlie at 98kupd.com, and you'll have your questions read on the next podcast. Let's get to our first clip. I was uh, extra grumpy because yesterday I had agreed to go. I don't go to Gilbert for anything. Vasectomies and free beer. Those are the two things that I'll go to Gilbert for. That is all. And I had the free beer offer yesterday. And I'm not thinking at all because I never deal with rush hour. My, my, I tip my cap to you commuters from Anthem, from Verado, from Gilbert, from Queen Creek, who drive all the way downtown in that nightmare and all the way home in that nightmare. I don't deal with rush hour. Hop on the freeway at Glendale in the 51. Oh, there's a little traffic here. I forgot it's rush hour. 448. At 533, I had made it to the airport. Brady calls. You still coming all the way out here? Because it's a mess. I'm like, yep. I'm turning around right now because I'm, I'm, a, I'm in a murderous rage. <laughs> I'm going to kill everyone, and I've got another 45 to an hour before I even sniff yeah, Gilbert's ugly time. ass. Yeah, just yeah, just Gilbert's ugly ass is 45 minutes away, and it ain't worth it. I don't love anyone. I don't have the capabilities of loving anyone enough to drive from Phoenix to Gilbert in traffic. If I, I would go home and strangle yeah. them and get an apartment downtown. Like, I can't do traffic. Oh, bad. But I feel, I, you know what? You ha, you're better people than me. I'll say that. I'm, you're a better human being than I am to love your family that much. I would abandon my family. Everything out there, if I had to drive, if you had to drive in rush hour, I don't think Brady loves his family enough to drive in rush hour back and forth to here. Sorry, commuters. I had no idea the pain and struggle that you're going through every day. You need to just burn Gilbert down, take the insurance, and get a place closer to wherever it is you're working. Because if you are anywhere near the 51 and you got to drive to Gilbert at 5 o'clock, you have made terrible choices in life. Terrible. Well, we got it uh, oh. this morning. There'll be some people driving yep. in. And now's the time. Down. Eric's home team, one, two, three, can get you the hell out of that <laughs> place and get you closer to everything. Well, my kids are in junior high. Screw your kids. They have no choice in this matter. It is time you stop driving from downtown. We always hear people like, I drive all the way in from Payson every day. You drive through it all? Uh Uh-huh. I now consider you the dumbest man alive. You were getting, you got stuck in traffic, go driving out from Central Phoenix to Gilbert. First mistake. Well, yeah. And I I was just laughing because I make that drive four times a week now when I'm coaching that high school team out there. In the rush hour? We uh, carpool, which is, we get to use the HOV lane and it, it literally, it takes like twice as long if we were to drive separately. My first mistake was going to Gilbert. But man, you get stuck in rush hour. I don't know how or why people think it's a good idea to live in these suburbs and work downtown and put yourself through that every day. It's rough. You might have a really nice place out there, but when you go to sell it and you realize it's the exact same price you paid and you've wasted 80 hours of your life in the last <laughs> like month just sitting on a freeway so you could have this big gem, go live in less and don't put yourself through that. Your life should not be spent two inches from a steering wheel going four miles an hour for two hours a day. Best thing was I got an email from a lady who said, you know what? I don't know why I'm doing this. It just dawned <laughs> on me as you, t- as you talked about it. I'm 10 minutes from my home. I've got another hour and 40 minutes to go about 30 miles. Ugh. 
and I don't know why I do this. The house is nice, but it's not worth this. And, and I think the phrase, we weren't supposed to live like this, this is not living, is perfect. You have options. It's your choice. You've made a terrible decision. Sell and cut bait and run from it. I don't know why you people do it. You're insane. Better people than I am. I know that because I don't have the patience for that at all. Couldn't do it. I think I uh, prefer sitting in traffic to public transportation because I've always hated public transportation. Phoenix will change soon enough, but Phoenix's public transportation is just for people with uh, DUIs and people who have blown it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. People are on the bus. You're not doing it for environmental reasons. You're doing it because the state took your license away. It's almost like a prison sentence. I had a friend get a DUI. He's like, i got to take the city bus. That poor son of a bitch would no. send me shots from his phone. He's like, look at me. This is a nightmare. I don't belong here. It's like, you're in jail. This is exactly what would happen if you were in jail. There's been a mistake. i got to get off this fucking bus. You want to fuck for money or a ride? You're the driver. <laughs> I, I think I'd rather – I don't know what I'd rather do, public transit or sitting in the fucking rush hour. What have I done to myself to be in that pickle? I think I'd tunnel. I'd, I'd hire Mexicans to build one of those drug tunnels and I'd walk it. They're a group of people that need to help us out with this. The Mexicans? That's a fucking amazing ability. Like between <laughs> the Viet Cong and Mexico, we should just hire them all to handle our transit. Underground tunnels. There's music and a lot of lights. Yeah. And you could just walk it. Or you even get one of those the moving walkways, you know, oh, in the airport. Yes. That, you know, you add a little money and technology to these yeah. Mexican super tunnels. Oh my lord, it's easy. Yeah, and hire all those druggy Mexicans and just tell them there's bags and bags and bags of drugs yeah. at the end of this. If you guys, if we, if you <laughs> pop up at this location, yeah, bags of drugs. Just have them build it right under the light rail. Just loads. Of, yeah, just right under all the roads. Just say, look, we're trying to. We see if you. I don't think you can do it. But nine miles of tunnels. You got until uh, I'll give you till July, and at the end of the tunnel, you get bags and drugs. Well, I mean, how much do you want? Because we'll give you all the, all drugs, the drugs. Piles of drugs. Okay. And I guarantee you, it'll be June 8th. <laughs> and one of them will pop up. We're early. We don't even have the drugs yet. You're fucking amazing. Now get in there and shore it up. Yeah. We'll double the drugs if you just keep digging. <laughs> You're telling me it's a, yeah, it's all done. You can get a car and like to ask. <laughs> Holy fuck. I was doing some yard work once, and I, was, I had to dig a line for electricity uh, from one side of my house through the grass to some trees for l- lighting. And we had to tie into the main power. So I'm out there with one of those pickaxes, like I'm mining oh, for yeah. gold, plugging away, and it's not a good hole. And I'm worried I'm going to hit a sprinkler line and whatever. So I'm like, fuck this. My guys, my uh, landscaper's like, I got two dudes. I'll go get them. He came back with the two guys. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go run over to the bank real quick. I'll be right back. When I came home, there were two Mexicans halfway through my yard, shoulder deep into the earth, <laughs> just an axe, just swinging. There was no dirt pile anywhere. They just made it all disappear. I, I was, I've never seen anything like it. To this day, I don't know how they did it. The people who lived in my house before evidently had buried their dog in this one spot while they were digging. Oh. The Mexicans found it, very uh, gracefully took it out and very carefully laid it down, found another spot in the corner, and buried it again and oh gave it a proper God. replacement. <laughs> we found a dog. Was it yours? I'm like, no. Okay, well, we put it in the corner. I marked it. I'm like, you buried it again? And the landscape rocks were back. You'd have never known. Oh my they did god! They buried someone else's beloved pet. It was mostly bones. Uh, it's probably been ten years. Yes, he had a collar. Oh name my was god! Chavo. You are listening to HMS All Access on Podcast One. Coming up later in the show, we'll have a discussion about fighting wolves. But first, here's a conversation with Brady and John about the Earth being flat. 
Now, Kyrie Irving, he'd win it. You think so? Yeah, because, well, it wouldn't matter because his <laughs> he would fight uh, unicorns and things that don't exist. Oh, right, because it's a flat earth. Because it's a flat earth. He'd push it off. Yeah, just the push edge. it to the edge. Yeah. How do you put it off the edge of the to earth? Kyrie Irving? Hey, um, you know when a boat leaves California, we can make it show up in New York? How is that a flat earth? Besides and that, it is an edge, so climates don't we, work. Is, we, no, they yeah, wouldn't like, work at all. That, like aside from there not being an edge of the earth, like yeah. our climate wouldn't, wouldn't happen. Just wouldn't exist. Tides? Yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't. Ha- it doesn't work. Yeah. So it's a great point. There are, have have even if it's not him, there are people who are flat earthists. No, there they, are, they and they believe that, that all of fact. the pictures of space and the pictures of Earth from space are stuff they think it's made, made up. Yeah, made up and. They're just circles. Doesn't make everything doesn't else mean flat. It's a, just a flat. It's a pancake. I, I guess, guess. It, would have it makes no sense. Like it doesn't necessarily need to be square. Yeah, it can just be not as round and three dimensional as we think it is. <laughs> it's just weird that anybody buys into that. The flat Earth stuff is so stupid, but no. people for some reason like they think it's those are the same people that just don't trust anything yeah. they hear, so but they have don't you trust. Ever been in a plane, you is can it see it's not. Do we have? Different sides? Oh, no, because no, it was flat right. and you'd see yeah. the upside That'd down cool, Australia. We don't right? know if we could repel over the edge, you know, if you go the, the right. length of right. the Yeah, what's underneath the flat earth? Side. There's, got, there's two sides. There would have to be a second side. And if yeah. we found the edge, by now we would have repelled down it. <laughs> and that would mean that the moon would go, like, because of rotation, the sun would start in the east and go to the west and then, like, hide yeah, and then, like sneak back. No, around it would repel down one side oh, of the earth the and then go yeah, right it's underneath us. Oh, yeah. okay. So, and it just doesn't make so any really sense. The but edge, the the water eventually at one time, you know, was a waterfall on the edge of the earth, and then right. enough of the level dropped down. It's just a glorious uh, zero edge pool. It'd be gorgeous. Yeah, if you had a view to look into the space, space from the edge, magnificent. There should be restaurants. There would be restaurants all along Edge of the Earth, the edge and they have earth. great names like that, like Edge of the Earth or Precipice. Can't imagine what the imagine price. the resort. Oh, I stayed at Precipice this week. Glass table. Imagine a way they you know they'd find a way to have some sort of water slide so you could go off of the edge course. of the Earth and they'd find a way to get you back up. Bungee. But the bungee. flat Earth. No, I don't know that works with no gravity. <laughs> you just kind of jump off. The, the flat Earth truthers, though, like one of their favorite things to do I've seen is like uh, you know they go on social media and they'll take pictures of you know, like the horizon and they say look it's flat but yeah but from yeah get up a little no higher. i know but like that's what they say is that it's flat look you tell me it's tell me the earth's not flat tell me that's round i, I don't like that you nope. call them truthers i guess that's what yeah. i don't know i mean the same way that the obama <laughs> yeah, birth truthers are but yeah. potential for obama to have lied about his birth certificate than there's ever been it's true for earth having a different shape other than pear but the edge would be so cool yeah, the edge and if you awesome got a place. dry edge, you know, not water, oh, the the caves that you could make on the side. Even if it was flat, it would have to be real deep. So at that point, even the flat earth thing like, goes away because if you go underwater, you have to recognize that at the edge of the earth, as far down as you can go, is the other end of the flat thing. So even then, now you're just in a big cube. So uh, again, we come down to the other side. Then, no, I, this is—I so, can't believe this. We're still talking. We have to develop. <laughs> it's not a feasible thought in a human brain. <laughs> but some people actually think that. Yeah, I know, and they need to be um, put into some. We type let of those camp. people vote. Yeah, you know? that's the scariest. Like part. those people have like. Come on, those people vote. Aren't they can. Voting. They have jobs. They have like oh, responsibilities, they and they go around thinking More that. Importantly, Charlie, they have driver's licenses. They probably have children and too. Decision. Oh, fuck that. Decisions they make in life affect you when they're next to you in a four-ton piece of moving metal <laughs> yeah. that they're, in, they're the pilot of. 
And they don't understand curvature for <laughs> climate. Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, we're all done. It's time for another edition of This Week in HMS History when producer Dick Toledo helps me find a clip from years ago. They dig way back deep into those archives. This week we turn back to 2006, over 10 years ago, when Eric told Africa they need to get with it. According to Nigeria's uh, information minister, Frank Nweke, some even felt some evil people in their communities were re- uh, responsible for making the sun disappear. Sure. So they killed him. Well, there's another solar eclipse that's going to be visible in Nigeria on March oh, 29th. Set up the cameras. The government wants to make sure this one doesn't cause more oh, no. riots. Don't tell them. So it's on its countrywide campaign to explain what an eclipse is. To warn people that when the sun temporarily goes away, it might cause them quite psychological wow. discomfort. Isn't it about time Africa gets with it? I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> there you go. This is getting ridiculous. That's right from uh, Creepy E. 2006, Isn't it people. about time Africa gets with it? <laughs> yes, Eric. We've Let's... been saying it for years. Africa, get with it. Yeah, Eric comes in every morning. Man, Africa is so out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been bugging you. Man, it's about time Africa got with it, isn't it? I mean, there are some cities <laughs> stuck in the 80s, some sure. are stuck in the 70s. Sure. What's these Africa guys are stuck just in? Stuck. Yeah. yeah. Not, these are They're still the like city of Africa. BC. Yes, African city. There's some big cities in Africa. Well, you know what there's I'm saying. There's just some jungle parts where the sun disappears and they're scared. It is time they got with it. You don't know. You weren't there. When that sun disappears? Hey. I know it's time to put some clothes on and read a damn book. <laughs> Would you? Hey. HMS All Access Podcast One. HMS All Access. We're all walking around with puffy eyes, look like we're crying all day. And the ladies very cleverly schedule day without a woman today. So they think we're going to be all upset about it. It's allergies. You better be careful with that day without a woman thing. What if, what if one of these little groups has a day without, and we're like, that was better. That was really awesome, that day without a woman thing. They just don't go to work. What a lazy, lazy protest that is. We're not going to show up to work today. We're not doing You'll anything. See. You'll see. It's like, Jesus, let's do day without a white guy. Let's just see if that's like, if we all just take a day off for a protest. You'll see. You'll see exactly how important white dudes are. So is that why my wife scheduled a, a painting thing with a girlfriend tonight? Yes, because yeah, it's Day Without yeah. a Woman. I did, she didn't even mention that. <laughs> day Without a Woman Sneaky. makes me laugh because haven't they been paying attention? We've been trying to build stuff for years to keep them out. We've got golf courses and, uh, you know, like these places we want to go to smoke cigars, men's only clubs and things like that. We've been doing Day Without a Woman for a long time. We've been and trying to expand on it. Yeah. Week Without a Woman. You yeah. Keep, yeah, you keep standing outside our cool stuff saying, we want in. And we're like, oh, God, can we get a Day Without a Woman? And now you... You have, this is great. Go have your day. This is fantastic stuff. Well, the it thing is. is, if you got kids, then the dad's in charge. But that's fine. That's fine. You yeah. like your kids enough to spend sure. the day without her. Oh, I think it's this. And you know, you do that thing. You discover day without a woman. We, we'll be just fine. A world without women. Yes. National Women's Day. They're all doing their protest thing, but risky. Um, I think we're all going to survive. Or I mean, <laughs> well, I think the we'll human make race it. Won't. You know, well, the human race yeah. won't. But like a day. Just I mean, one day. Aside from the whole like not being able to reproduce thing, yeah. do you think that a world without women would actually be better? Um, now, a world without women? No. 
but a day a week wouldn't be bad. Okay. Like if a day a week, if we all separated and just had a regroup and the dudes could golf without picket signs outside and we could have cigar bars <laughs> that didn't have a special ladies section. If they weren't allowed in our shit for a day a week, it would be great. Dudes are cave people. There's every once in a while you just want to commiserate with other guys and be like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with any women stuff today. We have golf. We invent things to be away from them. Well, being a guy is awesome. That's awesome. why logic people, and I mean, like money. It's yeah. so nice. That's why you just I immediately question people like Caitlyn Jenner. Why do you want to switch? Why do you want to, especially late 60s? Got good things going. Like there's not a whole lot about being a, an old woman that appeals to me. Do you Who think- wants a six-year-old woman solo <laughs> by herself anyway? Now add a dick. <laughs> that's not, no. a, that's yeah. not good dating material. Um, do you think sex robots could replace women though? Yes. They get... So you think they could? They're so good in the future. Yes. I just don't. I find that hard to believe. It'd be like, is there anything that is like artificially created that is better than the real thing? Yes. What? Sex robots. Sex robots. But you don't know for sure. Yeah, but I'm going to give it a run. Yeah. I think virtual reality will be the thing that ends up taking over like relationships. Mm -hmm. When you can rent or download um, sex with Hannah Jeter. And it feels real and it is real and she says your name because the technology has her actually there. And you've got this robot with a cum bucket in it that you got to clean out once <laughs> a month that feels like a woman and you've got those glasses on and the whole experience is 360 degrees. Yeah, you're going to see the elimination of uh, relationships. So would you uh, trade Megan in for a sex robot? If it was one of those perfect situations where – because why would you ever take off the virtual reality glasses and see reality? It's going to be like heroin. You yeah. put them back on and you're fucking Hannah Jeter. And then afterwards, because the program is what you want it to be, she does whatever you want after. What would happen is I would die in 41 days because I would keep some water next to the bed and I'd have the virtual reality glasses on and living in the, oh, fake, just never the fake beautiful world. And the next thing you know, 41 days have passed. <laughs> I can't stop fucking Hannah, Hannah Jeter. And the next day, like my, my body just shuts down. I don't know. I think I would. Uh, I'm not sure how I would feel about you a would world. Miss her. I would like the real. No, I just think like the real thing. I it feel feels like it's just like the real thing. If you can't tell the difference, and that's what the scientists at Sex Robot whatever <laughs> are coming up with. Like, oh no, still you need to feel more real. <laughs> that's the goal. Make it feel so similar that we can't tell, and then we don't have a need anymore. Basically. We're fed up with the bullshit. <laughs> so we've invented fake you women. I will say this. Uh, it's not ruined yet, but it's getting close, the spring training. Looking at crowds of fifteen and 16,000 and parking lots that hold about 4,000 cars, and you're two hours in, two hours out. It is crazy it's all of a sudden. ridiculous. Where it used to be kind of a special little hidden. Now you get a few thousand people out watch a spring. Now it's like this... It's become the Scottsdale super event at a lot of places. It's what everybody always bitched about Wrigley Field being, which was, uh, it was just a, nobody cares about the game. And it's now, scene. It's, now it's a scene. Now it's a CNBC scene. And uh, you know who's not? Is that awful stadium out there in Goodyear with the Reds and the Indians. Nobody cares to be seen there. Surprise. But those stadiums are so. It'll be packed. No, they're actually not. Well, on the weekends they are. But yeah. during the week you can go. On the weekdays you can't go to Scottsdale. You can't go to the Cubs. You, it's just, I mean, you can, but it is a, it's getting kind of ruined. It's quaintness is ruined. Now it's a big, fat, full event, and nobody really cares about Baseball's it. loving it. Baseball's having the time of their oh, lives yeah. with this. They're going to have 30,000-seat spring stadiums here pretty soon because this is ridiculous. But, yeah, it's kind of one of those deals where it was that fun thing. Now now when you look forward to going to the games, all right, we've got to leave at like 1130. Try to get a parking spot in that giant park. That's $20. 
35 bucks for a ticket. It's getting wrecked. It wasn't that long ago. And I'm talking four years ago. I bought tickets at Hohokam for eight bucks in the grass. You could scalp them for 25. And now it's 35 or, or 50 for the specialty games. Yeah. So spring training is kind of losing a little magic with the greed and the size. But you know what? That's called growth. Uh, the biggest part of it now is that it's, it comes with a massive uh, tag of allergies. It seems like everybody's going to have. So enjoy the allergies as we throw a wet blanket on your fun. Welcome to Phoenix. Spring training, you were talking about how uh, it's, ruined. it's been ruined with the crowds and too many people. Um, the greed ruined it. It's the greed the ruined it. There's always been a lot of people who wanted to, but. Tickets are expensive. Yeah, it's getting it's getting to the point where they've they're taking full advantage of the fact that it's good weather, popular stuff, beers, fun. Do you blame well, do you them though? Not at all. No, but I do have. You do have to say, oh, it's at that point now where it's no longer what it was. Fun. Why? Why we loved it is kind of dying, and it'll become a new thing, and you'll still go. But it, I mean, we're going to be those old men who are like, man, you used to be able to stand here and get eight dollar tickets to a Cubs game and see the, the, the. It's a CNB scene more than it is about people who like baseball anymore. It's not this intimate setting anymore. It's a full-size park. I've got an idea of how to fix it, though. Go. So we sort of throw down a Arizona's own immigration ban. We pick maybe seven <laughs> states, let's say, and say they're not allowed in. Pick, like, Ohio. There's a ton of people from Illinois that come True. out here. Get rid of them. Uh, California. Like Oklahoma sucks. Yeah, Arizona's own kind of thing. Yeah, and it's just be like, you know what? You're not allowed in. I don't mind that. That would be ours. Well, so you have to have ID, Arizona ID, yeah. to get in the oh, park. Oh, that wouldn't be a bad yeah. idea. AZ IDs only. A little first. How about that? Arizona IDs first. Yeah. And then only day of people can from out of state can buy tickets. I think this is going to happen. Like, uh, I'm sure MLB would turn down all this They'd money. They'd be fine with it because yeah. we've been getting fleeced in spring training for years as a completely unnecessary thing. Ask any player. Like, we need about two weeks to get this thing together and get the ball rolling. They don't need the 31 days of, you know, some teams are playing 40 games. Teams like the Cubs and... God, the sellouts of San Francisco and the money they're charging is insane. But here's the thing is we're all former Midwesterners. Yeah. So we know how dirty they can be. <laughs> Keep them out, you know? Yeah, no, they're filthy. And they Get them out of their ideas and their dirty plants. Look what they've done to our beautiful desert. Eric can barely breathe this week. He's high as a yeah. kite because he had to go buy crystal methamphetamine behind a counter at a CVS. It's just to bad. clear the allergies because you shitbags from the Midwest brought all your plants and your goddamn ideas. It's terrible. Kick them out. I, immigration ban. You've oh, got like a one-month immigration make ban. Arizona great again. That's yeah. what we're going to do. Just make it's spring great. training great again. Or that. <laughs> I just say make it all white. <laughs> okay. You stay so people will get their fake Arizona IDs to yeah. get into the game. And if they get caught, they get deported back to the Yeah, we send them right back to their state. Right back to Ohio. Send them right back to the snow. You're going back to Euclid, Ohio. Is that what it is? Euclid. Euclid. It's a D. Euclid. Euclid. Yeah. Euclid. I've been saying it wrong for years. Okay. Times are changing. You're just going to have to accept it. Yeah. Well, you know, things get ruined. It happens. You got great ideas here, but I just don't think it's going to happen. It gets ruined, though. I mean, it is definitely not the uh, fun it used to be to go, you know, have a casual day at the ballpark. It's a full event. You don't think it'll fall back a little bit? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it will eventually, but it's still... I mean, we're on a high here right now. Eh, It's been growing. I've been here since, like, 83, and it used to be... Chain link fences, and then you saw the state. Everything's been growing. This is a big boost. We used to have eight teams. Now we got fifteen. The money's too good. They've got a nice revenue stream. The money has to dry up for it. They're still. I mean, I was watching the Angels Cubs game, and there were still. Oh, that, that one is the easiest one to get into. Yeah, Diablo's a great one. 
Right, but I'm tired of these foreigners coming in and taking our good stuff. <laughs> what will happen eventually is people will get tired. The regulars will get tired of being like, I'm going to spend $50 for a spring training game. I'm not doing this. I'll go to one. Instead of what I got people who are flying in, we'll go to eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Because that's part of our spring. I got another friend that lives here. We probably hit three or four games during spring every year. So you're going to so. cut that down a bit? Yeah, that'll end up being like two. I just don't want to deal with the hassle, the crowd, and the bullshit because it's, it's meaningless. And, you could go you know, midweek, I think, still. It's still okay, not right. Sloan. Depends no, on well, the plan. The, the big part you're not going series, into. Yeah. Yeah. But even still, prior to that, they were pretty packed up, and it, was, it wasn't it was much fun. Boy, you go on that lawn in those spring training things, too. And there's really no cap on how many lawn tickets they sell. There's no room for you It is tight. There. Yeah, and you're sitting on top of other people. I did like, enjoy the sucks. lawn seats, though. It's like a party, but like yeah. a baseball game's going on in the background. Yeah, yeah. That's and for someone like me, who's not a big baseball fan, it's uh, I say that's we even more fun. You're a fucking type. Okay. You knobs that want to go there and hang out at the Dos Gringos tent and eat island noodles all day instead of just being part of the thing and enjoying beer and baseball rather than walking around all over the place with your goddamn children bouncing off the fucking fences. And you guys want to ban a lot I of people. ban tons of shit. Tons of it. We haven't even gotten to the races. <laughs> okay. You're listening to HNSL on Podcast One. Uh, Brady, I brought you in here because you are their animal expert of the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so right. I don't know if you guys saw over the weekend, but Arian Foster, former Texans running back, was tweeting about fighting wolves, and he believes that he could take a wolf one-on-one. Do you think you could take a wolf one-on-one? He can't even take one-on-one? a person one-on-one. He's hurt every year. He can't even get through a defensive line. A, a wolf on um, its own or a hand-to-hand pack? Hand-to-hand combat with one um, one wolf. wolf. And basically, wolf someone sick? tweeted. Someone tweeted him. And he's like, "The wolf hasn't had this many groin injuries, this many surgeries, <laughs> right. this many that." Yeah. And so he responded with, "Also, hasn't been to four Pro Bowls, overcome those injuries, and doesn't have thumbs. Advantage me." No, the thumbs won't come <laughs> yeah. into play because you don't have carnivorous canine yeah. teeth either. Here's what he's looking at: if the wolf, first of all, gets a hold of you know, say his arm or whatever, if it bites the arm. It has the pressure enough to break. It could break the bone right there. Sure. Now, the other thing is a wolf and most of the predatory animals, if they can get at your throat, that's the kill shot. That's where they're going. The other thing is, is you know, when you're uh, – the power of the claws, of the scratching, is, you know, you're going to have to take a couple of – I mean, you're going to get injured. Do you have a shot at doing it? Uh, you do, but – You have to land the first blow. Yeah. Yeah. You're, if you're the wolf have gets get, in first, you you're going to lose. You have to get head control on the wolf. Yeah. But that's in certain areas. Let him in what he thinks. Harold, what do you think? Who do you have in the car? Okay, Jim. I get the wolf <laughs> win in the first round 10-9. I don't think Arian Fulton knew what he was getting into there. They bit him right in the dick, and then he couldn't come back. Injured his groin. He's out for about two more weeks. I got the wolf win in this one in five. <laughs> yeah, but like... He, when he says, like, I know anatomy, I know where the wolf's weak spots are, like, wolves have instincts. They know to go for the neck. Here's the reason I think that people are crazy. If a wolf decided to attack you, it's probably got rabies, which means you can't stab it or do anything bad or punch it. It's going to get you. So any animal that's in a murderous rage You're in has trouble, more right? Inst- yeah, you, they're not thinking you about go in anything there, else life but killing. Yeah. I got some stats. Right. Uh, a gray wolf, males average 95 to 99 pounds, and a female average 79 to 85 pounds. So a little smaller than I thought. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're not big, and that's why they avoid bigger objects. But if they're, in a rav- if they're going to attack a human being, you're going to have a heck of a fight on your hands. I just love Arian Foster. Some of his replies to people who were telling him he was crazy was just like, <laughs> he's, got- he's all about the thumbs and his disposable thumbs. And it, his, my favorite Opposable. one was like, 
Yeah, opposable. Disposable I, why do, I yeah. always, I've done that several times. <laughs> disposable thumbs. For some, yeah, you just throw them away. Throw them away. Because he might get eaten off. Opposable thumbs. Right, right. I don't. I've done that right. multiple times. Disposable thumbs is a great band. Disposable thumbs. I like that too. Yeah. It's uh, in the family. It runs in the, in the family. family. Yeah, but yeah, he keeps going back to the wolf the doesn't know biology and anatomy, and I do. Opposable and he's thumbs. All about his disposable opposable thumbs. Right. <laughs> um, disposable opposable thumbs. Yeah, he, so he can I, definitely take him in jeopardy. Yeah, oh yeah, no sure. doubt about that. He knows the anatomy because he spends most of his days in a doctor's. Office. <laughs> yeah, the trainer's constantly <laughs> he's telling constantly him. Constantly being told about the anatomy. He's torn just about, about every you muscle. Hold both thumbs. I don't know how anybody does that. You've done it. Your opposable thumbs are completely fucked. <laughs> You've got turf thumb. <laughs> You're not going to be able to walk. I don't know how you did this. So, and the verdict was: you can beat up a wolf. So go get him, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Pretty much. I don't – any wild animal that's – that's any person on the street you don't want to fight, their pain tolerance is a whole bunch better than yours. Especially when they enter that frenzy mode. Oh, yeah. Fren- I don't want anything to do with it. It's like mm. having a drug addict. Those, you hear about those PCP guys they are like 80 oh, right. pounds and they throw seven cops all over the you – know. Taste three times. Yeah, still coming nothing at happens. Guy it's on just, bath salts eating faces and yeah, stuff. There's like, something to frenzies. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Arian, you lose that fight. <laughs> That's it for this episode of HMS All Access. If you have a question for what would Eric do, you can email charlie at 98kupd.com and have your question read on next week's episode. For everything else, Holmberg's Morning Sickness and other podcasts, you can visit podcastone.com or download the Podcast One app. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to HMS All Access on Podcast One.